Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Alarmy. Before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of our Little Alarms series, only available on Patreon. I'm curious to know why you are watching Rocky Five. Is that like we something? Were, it was at work and we were, oh. um, we were, it was an inspiration. It was, it's okay. Rocky Four. Oh, okay. Rocky Four. Okay. And okay. So maybe I was exaggerating. It's. <laughs> It looks like it's nine minutes. minutes. It's oh, nine, nine minutes. All right. so it's not That's still 15. very long. Oh, yeah. Really long. But I guess it we're was... all fools here. Chris is wrong about the Rocky. It was Rocky Four. I don't right. know what you're talking about. And Rebecca <laughs> over-exaggerated the montage. So don't trust us for anything, guys. <laughs> you've, you've learned that lesson. That's what you're, If you're here, you've already learned that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. The misinformation that was given in, in like a 30 second. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and loose with the facts. That's how we like it over here mm-hmm. at The Alarmist. Go to patreon.com slash The Alarmist and subscribe today. Now, on to our episode. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today we have producer Clayton Early. It's me. And 
fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And we are doing a very special mailbag episode. Woo! <laughs> Too much mail. We had to do another one. <laughs> we can't walk I'm, around in here. I, I'm excited to get through it because, you know, it, it's piling up just like Santa. All of our mail is pi piling up yep. and we don't want to miss anyone. Well, we're making sure in. that nobody accidentally sent their letters to Santa to the alarmist, in which case we will forward them for you. Right. Right. That's a good, that's our holiday um, a desire? That, that's not a thing. That's our well, holiday <laughs> desire. <laughs> we don't want to, and that's our holiday desire. If What's you remember, your holiday desire? <laughs> from last year, we did the episode about the, uh, you know, the, the, the Christmas scam. The guy uh -huh, who's. Yes, of course. So we're not trying to be that guy. Right. No. We're, we're trying to be Santa's helpers, but like real helpers. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm just scrolling through some of these emails and making sure I just really hope there's not an emergency message somewhere in here. Well, because we be won't know until we hit it. We won't know until we hit it and then we'll be too late. Yeah. <laughs> but before we do that, these are our new. Yeah, this is the budget. These are our new this sound effects, guys. Do you like right? Them? Because not enough people signed up for the Patreon, and so um, this is our, what we're yeah. working with, yes. and Rebecca has had to uh, take over as the sound effects. Sound so effects. Just in case you couldn't tell from the sound effects, that was a cop pulling someone over. That wasn't a real cop, if you guys are worried about that. Yeah, Some yeah. people in their cars it was an imaginary might be cop. like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, and I've also said that I hate people doing uh, alarms. That's why it's not so natural. That's why it's not right. as good. It's a nice you know? alarm. It's like so it's soft on the ears. You know that that's not a real cop. Right. So you just got pulled over and uh, it, but really it's a, a the alarmy pulling you over and saying, listen up. Right. Rate, review and subscribe. Don't do it while you're driving. Pull over. And, uh, you know, it's the best way to really help us out this holiday season. Are you like, what am I going to get the alarmy for the holidays? Right. Mm -hmm. What am I going to get the alarmist? Well, you can give us a, 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 a review. Leave us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. That's a great gift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all we want for Christmas is a, a review. And why don't you get yourself a great gift by joining our Patreon? I tell my deepest, darkest secrets on our Patreon episodes. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed, but Chris's uh, new look, you might see it on the photo that we're going to post on social media. You can join us, uh, follow us on Instagram. And uh, we are at The Alarmist Podcast on Instagram. And take a look at Chris's new look because he said he's doing a rebrand. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of mail come in and there has been this, you know, image of myself that I'm, I'm kind of trying to shake off of, uh, I guess, a not very proactive uh, fact checker um, and somebody who sort of rests on his laurels fact wise. So I'm just trying to rebrand that image, and and I get a lot oh. of some sometimes just general flack just for just for I don't know why. So you're but trying so, to dress your way out of this, like it's just a costume change. You don't have to. I would say I'm trying to address the issue. <laughs> oh, nice. Which um, is I'm I put I I got some blue blocker eyeglasses, mm -hmm. um, and and a little it's like a little like a newspaper Irish hat? newspaper, newspaper hat, hat hat. So I guess I'm kind of doing like um. 
I don't know what you'd call this character, but I'm just still trying to figure it out. Mm. You know, this is a not a visual medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I do feel as an actor, so much is conveyed through wardrobe that it's going to come through uh, in my performance. You got to dress the part, and then maybe once you're dressed exactly. to the nines, you'll really start checking those facts in if like I, a, a masterful yeah. way. Exactly. <laughs> like if I look smarter, maybe I'll become smarter. That's there you go. Basically, what hey, I'm going the hope. For. That's that's all of our hopes. Yeah. That's for the benefit of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to jump into this. Maybe. And I mean, this is a, a, I'm going to read this. This is again about daylight savings time. One of uh, the most controversial episodes of this Mm. year. Mm. It was, um, it was a blast and people keep writing in about it. This is from Buffy. And Buffy says, I started listening to the podcast due to uh, the office ladies. I started at the beginning and I'm working my way through. But when I saw the Daylight Savings episode, I had to spring, jump forward. And I'm so glad I did. I learned so much from your expert father time. And he has changed my attitude towards the time change in a positive way. Hmm. I live in New Mexico and our next door neighbors, Arizona, Ooh, just Arizona. don't change time, no, they which don't. has made me jealous every time I'm forced against my will to spring forward. But now that I know the history and the benefits, I happily sprung forward yesterday. Oh, so she did. Uh, so Buffy just uh, listened to it the day before daylight savings. Wow. OK, so this is topical. Yeah. I was alive and walking to school in the dark in 1974. I don't remember it. And I can see why. (laughs) Well, it was dark. (laughs) Uh, And I can see why that would be a real safety issue. We learned from the mistake and adjusted back to what works. So for the love of the children, why are we even thinking about trying it again? Nothing has changed. The sun is still shining the same way it has in 1974. Well... Climate change, I wonder. (laughs) But uh, I 100% blame the media for not reminding us of our past mistake and filling in the younger generations of what happened the last time we tried this. If people remembered or knew the consequences of no time change or government, uh, uh, sorry, our government wouldn't be wasting time on this bill. Mm. History, people, learn from it. Love that line. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's obvious Chris doesn't have children because he doesn't care about them walking city streets or country roads <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he just doesn't want to change his clocks. But I do enjoy his fact checker persona. So no hate for his hatred of school children. Wow. <laughs> enjoy your all Buffy. Hmm. Wow, Chris. Now I'm rethinking my if I even need a rebrand because she <laughs> likes my fact checker persona. So... It's true. We don't know. Like this, based on the information that we just read Mm -hmm. and the turn Mm -hmm. that you decided to take Mm -hmm. just moments earlier, Mm -hmm. it's been a roller coaster. It has. It really has. Um, But I'm hanging in there and uh, I'm going to stick with the glasses and the little uh, hat for now. Give it a few, you know, a a few episodes at least. Episodes, see how it comes off. But I, but I do like, uh, I like her phrase, history people learn from it. 
felt feels very alarmist. <laughs> What's funny is that Chris is actually babysitting today, Buffy. So I am. He, uh, he really does like kids. <laughs> this is a very I timely do. letter that we're reading. Yes. <laughs> Buffy said no hate for his hatred of school children. Chris, yet, you're coming off as you as a, a children hater. I think I made a sort of uh, offhanded comment in that episode about ki- not caring about the kids on their way to school. I do care about that stuff, but... Um, it, I don't have any direct, no connection. Although if some kids are my friends. I don't have any kids myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I love what Buffy was saying about teaching us why we've made decisions, right? Why we've mm-hmm. gotten to the place we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like that. And, and then we wouldn't be wasting time. It's really, imp- <laughs> you know, I, I just think it's well put. The government's wasting time on this new bill. Well, that's um, the point of this show, right? We're trying to prevent these disasters from happening again. So that's yeah, why we talk yeah. about it. So we don't waste our time. Yeah. Time is... They say history repeats itself not on Rebecca's watch. Exactly. Not not and on, on your watch either. No. Because you're here. That's right. We have to move on. But mm-hmm. thank you, Buffy, for writing in. Thank you, Buffy. This one has the subject line, Shakers. Mm. Ah, hi, Alarmist crew. I just started listening to your podcast uh, because I, it was mentioned in on The Office Ladies, and I'm hooked. I'm a history teacher with hecka anxiety and alarmist tendencies, so this is my jam. <laughs> nice. I'm listening right now to season one, episode 42, about the 2008 financial crisis, and he mentioned the Shakers, and I lost my mind. I live and work at a former Shaker settlement, so I live. I love all things Shaker. Thanks for mentioning this group that so few people know about. There, I love the Shaker history. It's a fascinating one, and I, there's an incredible documentary, uh, Ken Burns' documentary. It's like a, one of the shorter ones about the Shakers, and it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, mm. it's, it's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more um, about the Shakers? So do you know about, you don't know about who the Shakers are? Well, I just know because you've told me. And I know that they so, also created a lot of furniture, great furniture. Yeah. So they were this community, religious community that was sort of um, part of the um, uh, utopian movement in the in the Northeast at uh-huh. the time. And they were because of, I think there was sort of a reaction to the Industrial Revolution and the world changing so fast that people got like frightened and reacted and went backwards and so they Mm. were i I think they're called um millenniums or some millennials or something which is which is like they believed that the sort of end of the world was coming and as many did at the time yeah Yeah. exactly you had to be like pure in the eyes of god in their mind or whatever but the religious stuff is sort of an aside What, what 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 it was was this like just group of people who um built these incredible houses in I think New England area, like, uh, and they built incredible furniture, mm-hmm. and and they were like this community. They all threw in together, and they sold things for their income, and they just built everything by hand, and they worked all day, and I don't know. It just seems like interesting. I, I'm not sure. I don't it, know. I'm not sure I'd want to be a part of it. But when you look <laughs> at the furniture and you watch the old videos, it feels like there was some kind of good vibes, good times. Mm. It sounds like they were productive too. They were super productive. Also no sex. Oh, Mm. so that was maybe a drawback. Um, they don't, they didn't allow sex Mm. and they didn't except for babies. 
Oh, that they didn't procreate, no. and so that's oh, why they didn't. They no, they're no longer. Mm. I guess right. No, they just. I mean, they the people started leaving after a while, but yeah, no, they had no way of sort of growing except sort of accepting new members and stuff. And think I of wonder, all the amazing furniture we would have if they were allowed to procreate. Procreate, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder though if that's why they didn't. Um, you know, not that not that groups always turn into cults, but I wonder if like that's because they didn't weren't allowed to procreate no one took advantage of of oh you know? because there was like no a like a lot right. of cult culture yes. has has a like lot a to sexual do with the, the leader kind yeah, of controlling yeah. the the sexual vibes sure of the group. <laughs> yeah yeah well this was started by a woman i forget her name it's called mm. mama something. that's probably why it went well and <laughs> yeah and and um yeah she had this vision and people followed her and all the el the elders were in charge, and I think that it was fifty fifty women or mostly women in charge. Um, oh, we well, why don't we do an episode about the, the shakers, uh, the the fall of the shakers or something? Sure, or, or just the shakers. I would love to learn more about them yeah. and why the why they're no longer you know such a prominent uh, group. And the reason they're called the shakers is because in their uh, religious worshiping, they would. Uh, jive and shake as a way of sort of um praising god like their church it gets more be... and more interesting i gotta no, say it was i was gonna say because they're movers and shakers wow. no they would they would like shake yeah. in the church as a part of their uh religious sort of um well and you hear that like a shaker like in front of like a shaker chair right is another yeah. thing mm -hmm. like I think that's, that's that's yeah. where it comes from yeah yeah that's exactly. how i knew knew about them but yeah yep. i didn't know all the intricacies yeah, you can still the find them online. Shaker chairs, they're really expensive. If I had like some beautiful kind of like shaker chairs around my dining room table, actually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. They're one of my favorite chairs in my house. So thank well, you. Well, there are yeah. shakers that shaker chairs that are actual antiques and they're shaker of style chairs. Yes. Right? Yeah, Mine yeah. are not actual antiques. That's just to clarify. No, no. <laughs> yeah, those those old ones would are really wow, Clayton. Like relics. <laughs> Didn't even know. <laughs> um well thank you so much for writing in and and uh, Clayton, we'll put this on the list uh, yes. of future episodes. Okay, this is from Laura. Laura says uh, hi, Rebecca and company. First of all, thank you so much for the podcast. I've been binging it for the last few months, especially since I'm odd in that way that I always listed to uh, listen to podcasts starting in the alphabetical order on my Spotify hmm. and that you're naturally the first one. There you go. <laughs> well, great. Okay. I've learned so much from your podcast, especially in terms of checking my exits. So thank you for that. That's good. Oh. My ear, that is music to my ears. It, oh, put that on my tombstone. Yeah. Okay. I was hoping to suggest that you would do an episode on the sinking of MS Estonia in the Baltic Sea in 1994, which is one of the worst maritime disasters in the 20th century. I'm from the area, Finland, and for a lot of slightly older people, the disaster has risen to the notoriety of, quote, where were you when you heard about Estonia being mm. a conversation topic? Huh. It is a sad one, but I will definitely listen to it. Unlike the seawall uh, fairy disaster episode that I can't bring myself to yeah. listen to because it's just so heartbreaking. Oh, my God. I agree. Ugh. Anyway, thank you for the hilarious and touching podcast. Kind regards, Laura. Oh, thanks, Laura. Well, this sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems super tragic. Um, Are you looking it up? Yeah, 852 people oh, no. lost their Ooh. lives. 
And it was, uh, it, it was another one of these fairies. The fairy ones, I don't know why fairy disasters seem so tragic. It just, it, it, maybe it's because, you know, a fairy is seemingly so, um, Mundane? So harmless and, yeah. and sort of yeah, mundane. Yeah, it's like, like oh, transactional. Yeah. You're just commuting or whatever. Yeah, it's sort right. of like a commute. Um, yeah. That is tough. And so you can imagine the people there are so, are just, yeah, regular okay. people. Okay, well, uh, um, thank you so much, Laura, for, for, for the recommendation. We're going to look into it. Yeah, thanks, Laura. Okay, this is a really interesting one. This is from Emily M. Okay. And... It reads, hi, new listener here. And as I write this, I'm listening to the Ramstein air show disaster Mm -hmm. episode. This particular disaster brings to mind the 1994 Fairchild Air Force Base B-52 crash in which all four on board were killed, one of them being my uncle, Lieutenant Colonel Mark McGeehan. Mm Wow. Wow. On June 24, 1994, my uncle, who was an Air Force Academy graduate and accomplished pilot, and three others were set to practice for an upcoming air show. But my uncle's co-pilot that day was Lieutenant Colonel Bud Holland, a pilot who was known to be reckless and to have little regard for safety measures. Oh, boy. Over the period of several years, Holland uh, had been reprimanded several times by the Air Force, but was never grounded. So my uncle Mark went to his superiors and asked for them to ground Holland. They refused, so my uncle then declared he would uh, be the only person to fly with Holland to protect his air crew. Oh my goodness. On the day of the crash, they were practicing for an upcoming air show when Holland made a too narrow, steep, and tight turn at a very low altitude. Once the plane banked 90 degrees, it descended rapidly, clipped power lines, and crashed. Wow. All four on board were killed instantly, though there is evidence that my uncle had attempted to eject himself, but he was it was obviously too late. Oh, my goodness. Wow. My aunt and her three young sons were watching the oh, oh I can't. No. my aunt the their three sons were watching the air show practice from their nearby home and watched as my uncle's plane crashed and burned. Jeez. While I don't know much about the investigations that took place after, I do know that my uncle soon became regarded as a hero for putting his life on the line for the sake of his squadron members. He is spoken about uh, reverently at the U.S. Air Force Academy and is seen as a symbol of courage and bravery. I was born the year after the crash, so unfortunately I never got to meet him, but I've always felt a special connection to him and want his his story to be better known. Mm. Uh, thank you uh, for reading my email. I'm a huge fan and I love the podcast. I think my favorite episodes are the Emu War and the Charles and Camilla Affair. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Emily M. from West Virginia, uh, but unfortunately stuck in Texas. Ouch. Wow, Emily. <laughs> that is a, that is amazing. Thank you, Emily. Yes. Um, gosh, that is so tragic. What a sad story. I can't even imagine uh, the family watching from nearby. No, mm-hmm. no way. Um, no. Um, and also, shout out to Emily for providing. She literally gave us s- seven links to sources for the material. Yeah. Right. And uh, as a fact checker, I appreciate it. Is this something that we should put on the list? I think we should put it on the list. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I want to learn uh, more about this particular um, crash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially just because there's an alarming connection to it as well. 
and it looks like it's spoken about in the U.S. Uh, Air Force a- a- Academy. Right. So, yeah, let's put that on the board. And thank you so much, thank Emily, you, for, Emily, for sharing your family's story. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so this is coming to us from... Costa Rica. Mm. The subject says, listening from Costa Rica. <laughs> I started to listen to the podcast because of the office ladies, and I've been obsessed about it ever since. I listen from Costa Rica, and most of the disasters that you cover are new for me, or I had heard of uh, about them on TV or movies, but had no idea how terrible and awful they were. I love how interesting you make history, which I hated back in high school. I know you talked about this a long time ago, but I wanted to refer to Jurassic Park <laughs> and something that you did not talk about. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that- they know that Jurassic Park's not real, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm going to assume Unless, that they do. Yeah, maybe they don't know. Maybe they know something we don't down in Costa Rica. <laughs> okay. Why did the government of Costa Rica allow them oh. to create dinosaurs in one of the islands of the country Boom. in the first place? which does not exist, by the way. (laughs) Costa Rica has a lot of biodiversity and cares for it a lot. Isla del Coco, for example, it's just like for research and and is not that easy for regular people to go there. So I don't see the government allowing anyone to create killing dinosaurs that would destroy our biodiversity. Mm. When I was a kid and first saw the movie, I was terrified that one dinosaur would come to my house one day and eat me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thank you for your honesty. (laughs) Also, the fact that 
At the beginning of the movie, they show Newman talking to a man in San Jose, Costa Rica, and it's at the beach with like hens flying and everything when San Jose is our capital in the middle of the country. (laughs) I mean, Steven Spielberg, if you're making a movie located in a country, be accurate, accurate with the places. Slam. (laughs) I love the episode where you talk about movie, the episodes where you talk about movies or TV series and would love for you to talk about Steve Carell leaving the office. That is one of the biggest disasters wow. that ever happened on the TV series for me. <laughs> what a good idea. Yeah. But do you uh, go ahead anyway, finish it. I just started listening a couple of, uh, listening a couple of months ago and I, I listened to the great emu war episode and I'm so happy that I have a lot of episodes left to listen to. I don't want them to end. Please keep them coming. Period. We don't have a name here. No. Just oh, the no. country of Costa Rica. Uh, co- oh, maybe this is well, Costa Rica. No, <laughs> Costa Rica's writing. The, co- yes. the country of Costa Rica. <laughs> Hold They're on, maybe I'll, let me see if I can find a name, at least a first name. But you guys while you talk. look for that, two, two, two thoughts. One is the Steve Carell leaving the office is a great idea, but I would want to approach it as Michael Scott leaving right. Dun- Dunder yes. Mifflin. Yeah. Maybe yeah. who's to blame for that? Which is Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. yeah. And the other one, other thought is. Yeah, Costa Rica wasn't even up on the board. I know. How could they let what this happen? What a missed happen? opportunity on our part. Um. The, uh, by the way, the uh, Abigail. It's uh, oh, okay. Abigail, Abigail is Thanks, listening Abigail. from Costa Rica. So thank you, Abigail. That's a great. great All email. of these are great yeah. points. Mm-hmm. So, this is why we got to check the mail more often. I know. Geez. If we that was a missed opportunity because it does say like a little like um. You know, it just says in writing Coast, uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, which obviously good call about mm-hmm. the water, the, the beach scene. Yeah, <laughs> Not, the beachside location. <laughs> I mean, it's just like look it up in a, on a map and well, then. Right. Anyone who's been there is like, this is not it. But like all of us who have not traveled to Costa Rica are like, that, that must be what it's like. Yes. <laughs> the yeah. movies are real. <laughs> and honestly, the gall of, of the filmmakers to just be like, and eh, nobody will notice. Like, <laughs> even right. if they did knew, yeah. know, you know, it's like, oh, we really want to put it on a beach. No one's going to care. Hello. Mm-hmm. True. The other the other thing I'll say is in support of uh, Abigail was her name. Yes. Abigail. Yes. Yeah. Was we went to Costa Rica and they are huge on biotourism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do have a very, I guess, I don't know much about what their mandates or regulations are, but biotourism right. is huge there where they don't like. Basically, what I guess what that means, or what I interpreted it as, was you're interacting with the land in a like in a way where you're having fun. So there's like kayaking, but you don't like destroy anything. Um, and there's like zip lining, but it's like built into the trees and into the landscape. They don't, they're not destroying anything. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. I also feel like it's curated for people who live in cities, and it's like come be in out inside in yeah. the world yeah. <laughs> right. for a vacation. Um, but I mean, that would make, it would make sense that they would set the movie in Costa Rica then if, if there is a market for biotourism, but, but I understand Abigail's point too. Like why would the Costa Rican government allow for this kind of biotourism, uh, to happen in their country? Yeah, if 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 it's so important to them that they continue yeah. to, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Capitalism is an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. So, 
It's funny. It's even like, would you even consider having a dinosaur theme park biotourism? I don't think so. Maybe it, if it was, it was going to attract so many. Uh, it brings up tourists. the question whether the dinosaurs are like a part of real biodiversity uh, of the, well, of I the mean, country, oh. which is like, I guess you can say because they're alive, they are part of that, but. If it's you, not natural. If you like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they yeah. manufactured it. Well, so, everyone uh, has a price too. You offer them enough money right, to just give right, them one right. of your islands. Sure, fine. But I don't we'll think Abigail would appreciate that. Her no. country would. No, you could make an argument. Be protesting. Yes. Outside. Yeah, she would. Be it would probably be one outside. of those deals where it's like we are going to take this money and we're going to pour it into like public funding, schools, and new roads. But then you'd realize it was all corrupt and the money got like. Right. Right. Yeah. Of right. course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. We we're already seeing this play out. Yeah. <laughs> in our mind. Well, yep. yeah. I'm. Yeah. That's it happens. Um, Thanks for that email. Yeah, it, it really makes you think about the uh, Jurassic Park in a very different way. <laughs> yeah, <completely laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but yes. Uh, okay, so thank you, Abigail, for writing in and for admitting that you were scared of a uh, dinosaur eating you <laughs> okay. as a child. I, I can totally see the connection there. Um, and uh, I do love this suggestion for an episode, yes. so we'll put that up on yeah. the board. Not on the board. I keep saying on the board, on yeah. our list. <laughs> I w Before we start reading this next one, I want to say there's construction happening next door to our house mm -hmm. where we're recording. Mm -hmm. And if you hear any, I don't know, beeps, radio, saws, mm. hammers, mm. <laughs> just know yeah, everything's okay. The house isn't falling down around us. Yes. Yeah. And thank yeah. you for your patience. Oh, okay. How about uh, Randy? This is a, a, a mail from Randy, big fan from Oklahoma. Hello, big fan of the podcast, but I'm a new listener. I just listened to the Trail of Tears episode. I loved hearing about it. I'm from Oklahoma, and even in our Oklahoma history classes, it was somewhat glossed over. However, I do think that we do learn a lot more about Native American history in Oklahoma than people in a lot of other states because of their large presence here. Mm -hmm. The tribes still have a big influence in Oklahoma politics of uh, in Oklahoma politics of economy. I thought a good topic for you uh, and your show would be an event described in a book, "The Killers of the Flower Moon." Wow! Oh, which is now a, this was probably this sent to us prior, before the yeah. movie. Absolutely. It's a book written about a group of native women in Oklahoma who were married to and killed by white men. This was during the oil boom in Oklahoma. It turns out that when the natives were relocated to Oklahoma, unbeknownst to the American government and the natives, they were sitting on black gold. Of course, the white men did not allow Native Americans to become wealthy on this discovery for long. There were many laws made after oil was discovered on native land, including each native person or family had to have white, a white person that managed their money and would give them an allowance for their, their own money. It's a fascinating book and a fascinating time in history. The tragedy outlined in the book is that white men married native women to acquire their land and money and then slowly killed them with poison. Oh, my mm. goodness. It is still unclear how many Native Americans were killed in this uh, way to acquire their valuable land and wealth. It was not discovered uh, 
their uh, d- their cause of death was not discovered until much later. I encourage you to read the book and look into this possible topic. They're actually making a really big movie about right. this right now, <laughs> starring <laughs> yep. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Uh, and it, I think it'll be super good. <laughs> Sincerely, your biggest Okie fan, Randy. Is it I out wanna, yet? It just came yeah, out. It's, 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 it's out. It's, it's, it's yeah, been, been out, out for a little while. Yeah. I kind of want to read the book, I think, before I watch the movie. Because at this point, I already missed the movie, you know. Right. I, I didn't yeah. watch so the movie well. during the craze. So I, I did this with The Handmaid's Tale. I, uh, you waited? I was like... Yeah, because I really wanted to read the book first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm already so late to the party. Yeah, you I might, might as, as well. well be like another few months. Right. <laughs> um, this kind well, of stuff you, really Randy. Yeah. Oh, gets me. It's hard. I know. That that's really tough. That's a tough uh And then yeah, geez, it's already fr- you know, you you I'm not even sure I want to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, I think I want to read the book first too because um I would hate to watch the movie and then discover if some things were left out or if some mm. things were not accurate. Um, but anyway, um, thanks, Randy. Um, incredible that this isn't a, a bigger, uh, you know, uh, topic in history classes when you when you talk about like U.S. history, right? Because this feels like very big. Right. Oh yeah, totally. But, but I mean, of course, sadly, if you look at all of United States history, there's a lot of stories like this left out. Yeah, left out. Yeah. Yeah. Like they bother people. Yes. Okay, we're putting that on our list. I'm gonna have to read the book, so we're gonna need some time before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some time, Randy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna do one more. And this is from Sarah. Hey, Rebecca, Amanda, and Chris. Sorry, Clayton. Once Sorry, again, buddy. Don't listen. I'm not even here. Get a coffee or something. <laughs> I have two ideas for episodes that I don't think have been done yet. The first is a tragic is the tragic death of Elliot Smith, a rising star who died in his apartment, but was. Uh, was it by his own hand, his girlfriend, or something, or someone else? Mm. Who, what is to blame for his death? Right. Um, okay, so let's put that Love on our that. list. Yeah. Big fan of sure. his music. Yeah, yeah. same. The, um, the second is the tragic death of Azaria Ch- uh, Chamberlain, a.k.a. the Dingo Ate My Baby reference from Seinfeld. Mm. This is a super interesting case as well. I feel like we've discussed this um before and it's still a mystery right yes oh man i have we discussed this or maybe we've talked about it separately okay but let me just finish this i'm really excited to see how you guys take on these tragedies uh and find out who's to blame cheers sarah vorlicek oh man i'm saying this wrong (laughs) vorlicek from vancouver canada thanks sarah thanks sarah i apologize for the uh uh the mispronunciation of your last name. <laughs> uh, but these are great recommendations. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Elliot Smith too. And well, I always thought that he stabbed himself with a yeah, knife. I, I, was, oh, yeah, was... I, I think the story, my understanding was that he died by suicide, that he took his own yeah, life. Right. But I, oh, man, that his album, um, God, what was the album? Either or from like 90s, 97. 
Mm-hmm. Boy, that made that imprinted onto me as like a young. Wait, which one? Which album? It's called Either Or. Either Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Either Or. That's XO an amazing song. the other one? Uh, um, Do yourself well, a favor and listen like to that. Yeah. So so the, the one from 97. The, uh, Either Or, that album. Yeah. It just got some, like if you are an Elliott Smith fan and you haven't listened okay. to it in a while, but you listen to that and it's going to bring you right back. Ooh. Top to bottom. It is so good. Okay. Uh, I'm not super familiar with his music, so I'm gonna check it out. You You'd like it, Rebecca. Like it. You're into <laughs> no, she music. would not. Really? I'm telling you right now, she wouldn't like yeah, it. Yeah, as like you like Courtney Love, you like Hole. I do love. No, Co- I did in. love. Hole. It kind of has those it's, vibes. No, it's no. angsty. It's, it's moody. Too, it's but it's too minor key for her. Oh. It's too sad. It's very it's minor key, sad. which is why I love it. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's, trust me, I've tried. <laughs> To play music like even not done even approaching Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith's like going too far. Like I've tried even just somber music with Rebecca. She's like, get this crap off. Of you my have to understand. Stereo. You have to understand. My uh, I grew up listening to Spanish music. Sure. And a lot, like it's Spanish music is very upbeat. Even when we're talking about really sad, sad things, they're like, let's make it a salsa. It's like the economy's in shambles. Let's turn that into a really fun merengue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Which would be we'll actually, about it. <laughs> Juan Luis Guerra, the one he does about the hospital. Yeah. That oh, would be, oh, oh, El Niagara en Bicicleta. Yeah. Is that, the, yeah. That one would be a good tragedy we should cover. Like we should, <laughs> the story of that, because isn't it about a, a... It's about a hospital that's just not has functioning no money and, not and people functioning. are trying to get help and no one can help them it's but it's so such a fun good. dance song it is so good <laughs> but yeah exactly so you have to understand i like my sadness with a pep yeah <laughs> sadness with a pep yeah, yeah not sadness with a with yeah a- well, that was a like i wasn't hugely into tori amos and and uh, oh me that was my girl i know i know but, Driving yeah. around the suburbs of Colorado, <laughs> rocking out to Twinkles in my Chevy oh Lumina. <laughs> I wish I knew you at that time. You were so angsty. Oh my God. Oh. If I had a time machine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've always said the time machine, I would only go back one minute, but I might go back to see yeah, Clayton. Just to see Clayton. Yeah, you could sit in my car. Yeah. We'd listen to Ani DeFranco and Tori Amos and Elliot Smith and smoke cigarettes. Oh God! The like bad kids. I'd, yeah, I'd smoke. I'd have to go back in time to smoke my first cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well. Uh, uh, oh, and the uh, dingo ate my baby. I think the reason yes. we haven't we've been nervous about covering this is because it's still a mystery. But you know, we can we can look into it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's a bit harder to cover one, ones that where, and this is, applies to Elliot Smith too, where it's not, there's not a, right. Um, I don't know what you'd call it, like a consensus on what we could. Uh, I guess we could just, yeah, we could decide which angle, like maybe like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, because we still want to learn about it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Australia, this is a, a, and this is an international recommendation. We love international recommendations, uh-huh. by the way. If you we have do. any more of those, send them over. Um, and, uh, you know, cause there's a lot of stuff that we just don't know about here in America. We got to learn. We got to learn. Got to learn. Um, okay. So uh, that's it. I said I was only going to read one more. We still have more mail. We'll have to insert another mailbag episode in the future. Yeah. But for now, keep, keep the mail coming. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Join our Patreon. We have a lot more content. I know some of you are 
either either up to date or are running out of content, well, this is a, a perfect option for you. Mm-hmm. We got two a week for you. Yes, and there will be uh, the link to our Patreon uh, page right on the uh, on the notes for this episode. So you don't even have to search for it. It's that easy. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again. We hope everyone is happy having a great holiday season and staying chill. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> or warm. And, right. Right. Chill well, yeah. in your warm, cozy robe by the fire. <laughs> yeah. And stay tuned because next week we will be discussing. What are we discussing, Clayton? Next Ooh, week, we are going it's to- It's a good one. Yes. This is the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So Abigail in Costa Rica, we got another movie one coming That's for right. you. That's <laughs> right. It's that time. Christmas time is here. That's the song at the beginning, if you don't know. I know. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time. The Alarmist. Powered by ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.